When you're told to charge your worth, you're putting a value on your identity. When people buy it, you're now telling your subconscious, someone sees my worth. And when people don't buy it, you're telling your subconscious that you're worthless. The damage that can occur when you're charging your worth is not worth it. Pun totally intended. I went from burnt out corporate graphic designer and marketing specialist to energized creative consultant and brand strategist. And after three months into my self-employment journey, I replaced my corporate salary. And one month later, I surpassed it. Her Messy Bun podcast is here to help you do the same thing. We're convincing creatives just like you that your strategies can be simple, your intuition is your secret weapon, and you don't have to be like anyone else in order to find the success and confidence that you're looking for. We are all about honoring your energy because let's face it, inspiration comes when you're least expecting it and motivation tends to slow down when your hyperfixation ends, but not anymore. Get ready to take action and transform your creative dreams into reality one step at a time. Whether you're a design daydreamer or a business savvy creative entrepreneur, Join us every week for inspiration, laughter, and even a dash of chaos on Her Messy Bun Podcast. So throw up your messy buns and let's make some magic together. Her Messy Bun Podcast, where creativity meets brand strategy, starts now. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Her Messy Bun Podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm the creative behind the mic. And today we are talking about money, more specifically your price point, how to feel comfortable with it, and doing a quick analysis of it. Because the other day, somebody asked me, why is your membership so cheap when you do so much within it? And I always find it so interesting, this instinct to say that something's cheap rather than affordable. It's part of your psychology. And it was like built into us at a very young age when something, when there's more to something or something's repetitive or something is supposed to be more expensive, we instinctively think that it's cheap rather than affordable. For me, it's not that I price things to be cheap. I price them to be affordable and accessible to my community, especially with how our society is right now. And here's the thing about pricing your services and products. The rules are made up. They're arbitrary. You get to decide how much you charge. Do what feels right for you and pick a number that you can live with. Truth be told, this is one of the most common questions and statements that I get about all of my products and services And with all the BS on the internet about how much to charge, I'm really not shocked at this point that people still question me on it, probably on a daily basis. Pricing is one of the weirdest parts about running a business. It is. It's weird. It's so unbelievably weird to price yourself, to price your services, to price your own products. Think about the advice that you see online. Price your products based on your worth. Price based off of your education or your value. Price the product's value. Price so you only need one or two clients at a time. Price so you only need 100 low sales at a time or every month. Charge based off of your salary. Charge based off of their experience or where they're at. And the list goes on and on. There is no one way to charge. There's no one way to price. But you know what? You do have to live with it. So let's talk about it. This is your reminder to subscribe to Her Messy Bun Podcast so that you don't miss an episode and to let you know about our new podcast shoutouts segment. So if you are a small business, a creative brand, or a personal brand, I'm going to help get your business in front of thousands of new faces every week. 
So head over to hermessybun.com slash shout out to get on the wait list. And in less than three minutes, I can help change your life. That's hermessybun.com slash shout out to get on my new podcast shout out segment every single week. See you there. The thing with pricing is that everyone has something to say, yet no one is saying how to do it. So I'm going to make it very clear for you. At the end of the day, set the price so that you can sleep at night. Is that clear enough for you? No, it's not because it still doesn't say much about how to charge for something. Here is the thing about money and about pricing your products or services. There is honestly no correct way to do it. However, if your nervous system is not prepared to sell something at a specific number, then the actions that you need to take in order to sell your services or product at that number won't happen because your nervous system will send you into this flight or fight or flight or freeze scenario. A while back, a member from Consciously Creative came to me in group coaching and they were like, hey, Danielle, I'm having a really hard time pricing my services because my business coach told me I had to charge my worth, but they didn't, I really didn't know what it meant. And when I asked, they didn't really know how to explain it to me because my worth is like, what am I worth? And honestly, you guys, when you're told to charge your worth, you're putting value on your identity, which is why I will never say charge your worth because let's say you charge $500 for something. Are you worth only $500? Let's say you charge $10,000 for something. Are you worth only $10,000? You cannot charge your worth. When you charge your worth and people buy it, then you're telling your subconscious someone sees your worth or your value at that price point. And when people don't buy it, you're telling your subconscious that you are worthless. The damage that can occur when you are quote unquote charging your worth is not worth it, pun intended. So my client and my member from Consciously Creative proceeds to tell me that she was advised to charge $6,000 for a client even though she felt very uncomfortable doing that and she didn't want her potential clients to say no, especially this very specific lead that she really wanted to work with. In return, her coach said, well, then that client isn't for you if they say no. And now I understand to an extent this whole, they're not for you if they say no. But here's what really pisses me off about this story. The business coach hears my member and my client say she doesn't feel comfortable. And rather than finding out why or helping her adjust to a price point she feels comfortable with, the advice is then they're not meant for you. I get that we want to make sure that we instill this confidence in people and letting them know that not everybody is meant for you. I get that. I do that. But when a dream client presents themselves and this and your client is telling you, I want to work with them. It's not necessarily about the fact that they aren't meant for you. It's about how you feel about that price point. It's about where you sit comfortably. It's about your nervous system. And listen, I'm not saying lower your prices so that the client says yes, but I am saying that you do need to feel comfortable. You need to feel good. You need to feel proud of the number that you are presenting. And you need to know why that number is on the invoice. And because I know a lot of listeners struggle with price points, here's how I would approach this situation if a website designer who feels uncomfortable 
with charging $6,000 for a custom website design came to me in that position and said, hey, I don't feel comfortable with this. So the first thing we would do is define the route. Now remember the example we're using is somebody that is a website designer who was told to charge $6,000 for a custom website design. So the first thing you wanna do is I want you to understand why you feel uncomfortable. Is it because you've never seen that dollar amount come from come your way before? Is it because you've never charged that price point before? Is it because your services don't feel like they match the price point? Is it because you can whip out a website design in a day so it feels weird charging $6,000 for one day's worth of work? What is the root cause of your discomfort? When you know the root cause of what makes you uncomfortable about, about that price point, then we can start laying the groundwork for either the new price point or for your mindset around pricing or both. Now you need to understand your time. So the next thing that I want you to think about is how much time is put into your product or service. This means you need to know how many hours it takes you to conceptualize, produce, and market your product or service, as well as how many hours that you are actually putting into it post-purchase. This means if you're doing one-on-ones, how many? If you're creating something new, how long will it take? If you're doing design work, how many future hours will go into that project? Understanding your time, will allow you to create a placeholder in your confidence around your product or service that allows you to lean on it as you price out your your product or service. It also allows you to see the bigger picture of the overall amount of work that's actually going into your product or service. So in this scenario, you're finding the bottom line for a custom website design, which is subject to change depending on the client and their needs. And if you are not adding that clause as a designer, please add that clause. So let's say it now takes you on average about 40 hours to design a website start to finish. And then you do about five hours of active marketing every week and you meet with your client three different times throughout the process. Once to go over their needs and branding, once to present your ideas and go over any revisions, and then a final time to present the final design, which let's say takes a total of three hours with them. But let's not forget the time that it actually takes to prepare for the presentation and the time that it actually takes to make those revisions. And if you are meeting with them in person, the time it takes for you to get ready and actually go to that place of their business. So for fun, let's add about 15 hours there because we don't really know what those revisions are gonna look like. And on average, we have no idea how long it's going to take or how picky they're going to be. So 15 hours is about a good point if you are able to do 40 out, create a website in 40 hours. That's 40 hours to design, plus five hours to market, plus three hours of meetings, plus 15 hours of review, presentations, revisions, and buffer time. Now we're looking at about 63 hours of time for one client. That's less than $100 an hour for this custom design. It's actually $95.25 per hour to be exact. But remember, you are a business owner, so you're not just working for one client at a time. You're not doing 63 hours of work in 63 hours. So you're not doing it within like a week to two weeks because we want to make sure that you have time for other things. So while it might take you 63 hours to do all of this, we want to make sure 
that we have time for other parts of your business and other clients. We want to make sure that you aren't feeling rushed to design this. And we want to make sure that it gives you enough space to do more work that needs to be done within that time frame. You're going to be checking your hours. You're going to be tracking it. But we want to make sure that you give yourself enough space in case anything happens in your personal life, in your business life, and to do what it takes to run your business. We are going to say that your turnaround time is six to eight weeks, depending on the client, the scale of the website, and the availability. That's about eight to 10 hours a week designated to one client, allowing you to take on three clients at the same time, depending on your availability, your energy, and what is actually going into each project. So the reason we do this isn't just because we want to make sure that we give ourselves more time. It's not just because we want to make sure that we have more room for other clients. It's because we know that it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of energy to work with these clients. We also know that a lot of times people want a faster turnaround time. And if you are giving them a one to two week turnaround time, and then they sit there and ask you for a faster turnaround time, you're going to feel this need to oblige. And that means you're not actually going to have room to give them a faster turnaround time than what you are already giving them. Because now you're going to be working more than 63 hours a week. You're going to be putting in more time, more energy, and you're going to drain your resources and your your own energy. So we want to make sure that we provide buffer time within the turnaround time. We also want to make sure that we provide time for ourselves, for our family. We want to make sure that we treat our business and our time as if it's a real business. If the thought of email marketing gives you the ick or feels too salesy, it's probably because of the platform that you're using. One of today's sponsors is Flowdesk, the email service provider for creatives by creatives. Listen, I've been in graphic design and marketing for over a decade, and every time I had to create an email, I got the ick, guys. When email marketing is still the number one way to market and grow your business, but platforms punish you for scaling, it would prevent me from growing my list. It stopped me from marketing my lead magnets to people, and honestly, it stopped me from making more money every day. The second I switched to Flowdesk, not only was I able to have beautiful emails, I was finally able to share my lead magnet without having to worry about being punished for growing my list. Beautiful emails, unlimited access, and easy to follow automations and workflows so you can make money while you sleep. It's a no-brainer why I recommend Flowdesk to literally everyone. Use her messy bun at checkout for 50% off your first year and head to hermessybun.com slash flowdesk to get your first month free. That's hermessybun.com slash flowdesk and use hermessybun at checkout for 50% off your first year. The third thing I want you to consider and think about is your growth rate in your skills and your experience. So next, I want you to break down your experience. This does not mean your current experience. This means everything. It means any experience with current clients, any experience with practice, your training, your continued education, your, your resume of working in this field. With most creative services, our abilities progress with practice and with training. 
which means that we can do things faster and still produce high quality as we continue to grow and get better. Remember, you are a website designer. So let's say that your ability to design a custom website used to take you between 100 to 120 hours, but now they take you anywhere between 40 and 50 hours, depending on what's required. In this case, your abilities and skills have just increased by over 50%, which means that you can now take on two design clients or you can design two websites in the same time frame it used to take you to create one website. Your turnaround time for a project has decreased and your skill set has increased, meaning that you are able to produce client work faster without it affecting the quality of the finished product. It also means that you get a natural pay bump as your skills increase. In this case, you went from about $47 an hour to about $95 an hour at that $6,000 price marker. This is important to recognize, especially if you are charging hourly or looking at projects based off of how many hours it takes you to complete one project. It's also important to recognize because as you raise your prices, you are now having clear boundaries and a clear understanding as to why you are raising your prices, as well as how many projects or clients you can take on at a time. The fourth thing I want you to think about is your overhead, your expenses, and your payroll. Now, before I get into this, I am not a financial consultant. I'm going to give you a very, very like skin the surface situation here. And if you need any financial advice, please find somebody that is a professional in that field, a financial advisor from your bank or hire somebody that will help you. So remember, you are a business. $6,000 is not going straight into your pocket you are paying for monthly fees, taxes, expenses. So what does that look like for you specifically? That means you need to know how much are your programs? How much money does your payment processing service take out? How much are you putting aside for business and company growth? How much are you paying yourself? Do you have employees? Do you need outsource? Do you need to outsource anything? How much time and money have you invested in education? Are you still paying those things off? Do you pay your office for your office space? Do you pay, pay for office supplies? This includes having extra room, an extra room within your house or your apartment to ensure a private office space. It's not just about the time and the effort that it takes to do the project. You have to think about all of the other things that go into running your own business. Again, Please advise with a consultant about your finances, your overhead expenses, and your payroll if you have not already. And once you get that number, you can go into the next step and we can do the math together. So now let's look at the math. We're going to pretend like you have already spoken to an advisor, a financial advisor, about your overhead, your expenses, and your payroll. And we're going to go into this and understand where that $6,000 and where all your money is going, okay? So now that you understand your time, you know how you've advanced your skills and how you can continually advance it, and you know your expenses, it's time to think about the math, the overall math of where that money is going. Now, everyone is different, but a simple format is to divide your income into thirds. And I say this because roughly taxes are about 33% or 30 to 33% of your income. This means that 
about 30% is saved towards taxes, about 30% is saved towards expenses, and about 30% is saved towards payroll. Based off of everything that we just discussed, here's what we know. We know that you are able to take roughly three clients every two months at a base pay of $6,000 per client, which is about $18,000 for two months. That means it's about $9,000 a month. The processing fee is usually up to 5% and your taxes are around 30%. But because we're talking about how to charge for your products or your services, I'm gonna do the math off of only one custom website. So that's $6,000 over the course of two months, which is $3,000 per month. The simple format that we just talked about is to split that into thirds. That's $1,000 towards your payroll, $1,000 towards expenses and overhead, and $1,000 towards taxes. Now, if you're like, Danielle, $1,000 towards expenses, that's a lot of money. The processing fee alone, you guys, for that is $150, and that is automatic. So you're already only getting $850 towards your expenses. And I want you guys to remember that it's not just expenses, it's overhead, which it all adds up pretty quickly. And honestly, it's not a lot to work with when you are looking at growing your business. Your payroll is getting $2,000 per project, which if you are the only person on payroll, then of course you can pay yourself $2,000 for this project. But when you are not the only one on payroll, that $2,000 is not just for you. If you need to hire somebody, that $2,000 is not just for you. The math originally said that you were getting paid $95.25 per hour, but now, what you're really looking at is about $31.74 an hour because again, that's only $2,000 per project. You are an employee of your own company. That $31.74 an hour is about $66,000 a year. Now, if you've ever worked for another company, you've probably seen that number or you've asked for that number. But remember, you're not working for somebody else. You're working for yourself. You also have to take into account companies offer their employees benefits like health insurance, saving for retirement funds, time off, bonuses. When you are self-employed, you are responsible for all of that. The next thing I want to talk about is the psychology behind everything. So we kind of talked about the psychology about where all that money is going for yourself, but when you're looking at the psychology behind pricing your products and services, it's not just inward. It's not only something that you have to be comfortable with, it's going to be something that triggers your potential clients as well. Price points do a few things to potential customers and depending on their own personal money mindset and experience with money, they can look at $6,000 and think, whoa, that's a lot of money or easy, consider it done. Or they could look at it and be like, wait, why is that so cheap? Maybe they aren't as good as I thought. Why are they only charging this? The quality behind your branding has to match that of your price point in order to create fluid connection for your leads. If you are out here charging $6,000 for a website, but your website needs a lot of work, people will think that's too much money. If you are charging $6,000 for your website and your website looks top notch, amazing, it's the best website somebody has ever fucking seen in their entire life, they're gonna look at your website and be like, wow, why is it so cheap? You cannot control how people view money, 
but you can make sure that the quality of your branding matches the price point. If you were my client and you came to me and said, I don't feel comfortable charging $6,000, my response would be to perform an analysis of your brand, what you offer, and where you're at to help you understand why $6,000 is or is not a good fit for you. And then if you are still uncomfortable, I would help you find a price point that still aligns with you, your brand, and your audience. You guys, at the end of the day, you are the one that makes up the rules for your business. So if charging a certain price feels too high, what feels better? Why does it feel better? If you're getting to a point where the price feels too low, where are your stats at? What are your facts so that you can increase your pricing and feel good about it, feel justified for it, and you can help your nervous system understand the price points for everything, as well as making sure that the psychology behind why you're pricing it for your audience makes sense and matches. Truthfully, it all boils down to your confidence because honestly, there is no faking it till you make it when it comes to sustainable confidence within your business. You cannot hide how you feel from your nervous system and you cannot hide how you feel from your intuition. If something feels off, let's figure out why and work on that. Money is a very, very, very tricky topic, especially depending on where and how you grew up. There is an endless supply of money and until you believe that or until you have seen it, you honestly are going to have a hard time wrapping your mind around it. And fear around money is a real thing for a lot of people, which is why it's so important to understand your own comfort levels with pricing, as well as the facts and stats about it. Sometimes, no matter how comfortable you are with pricing, there's still the chance that you can feel a little off, a little nervous, yet hopeful that your lead will say yes to your price point. But if your entire body, your gut, and your mind are screaming at you and telling you that they don't feel comfortable, then it's time to listen and adjust or listen and reassess. That's why it's important to look at the big picture and not just the single moment in time. That's why it's important to understand the facts and to do this analysis about what you are selling, what you are offering, what you are capable of, and where you are at. Now, if you're like, Danielle, I still need help deciding pricing. I don't even know where you got the $6,000 from. I don't even know where it came from. In this scenario, we got that $6,000 from what my client went through. But a good rule of thumb is that if this is your first short-term program, I want you to think about it as no less than $500 per client. Because remember, it's short-term meaning it's more than just one week. Your expenses, your bills at the bare minimum for the length of the retainer, as well as making it worth your time and effort. If you want more direct help with this, go ahead and feel free to send me a message on Instagram. Tell me who you are. Tell me what you are going through. Tell me what you need help with specifically about pricing, and I will do my best to help you for free within a short conversation. Otherwise, I will see you guys next week. That's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, don't give up. Take the day off instead. 